Tucker Talk. Today, I am your host, Jacqueline Tucker, and I will be talking about treatment for depression. A lot of people may find themselves depressed, but there are some people out there that may have a severe depression. And keep in mind, I am in no means uh, a doctor or someone in the medical field, but I do know the Lord will heal you. I just have some general information that I researched and I wanted to share with you. I will be discussing the treatments available for someone diagnosed with clinical depression or a major depressive disorder, MDD. MDD is a chronic reoccurring and potentially life-threatening illness. A lot of people have it, don't even know they have it. The symptoms of MDD are decreased pleasure in activities like sleep, difficulties sleeping, uh, fatigue, loss of energy, feelings of worthlessness or excessive guilt, and even possible thoughts of death or suicide. MDD is currently the third most disabling disease worldwide. The depression worsens the health of people with other chronic illnesses over time. Um, there are about 10% of men and up to, I believe, about 25% of women experiencing depression in their lifetime. Depression is responsible for up to 70% of psychiatric hospitalizations and about 40% of suicides. Depression is an affective disorder. It's characterized by alterations of the mood or emotions. And there are three classifications of depression ranging from mild to severe. We're going to discuss the neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters are the chemical messengers of the brain that are responsible for stimulating an action or hindering an impulse. Depression is identified um, as a deficiency involving these neurotransmitters. The um, mono, monomines, monomines or serotonin or uh, neuropinephrine, um, I may be pronouncing it wrong, but the neuropinephrine and dopamine are imbalanced in an individual suffering from depression. Serotonin is responsible for mood, anxiety, sleep, emotions, appetite, and body temperature. Again, the norepinephrine is responsible for your adrenaline. Um, excessive amounts can lead to anxiety and hyperactiveness. Dopamine is responsible for behavior, focusing, focusing, staying focused, mood, your sleep, your learning, your attention, um, your pleasures, your rewards. Restoring these neural transmitters, usually by pro prolonging their presence in the cleft, is uh, responsible for re um, recovering a normal mood state. So, in order to restore, a lot of people actually have to take certain medications. There are parts of the brain that are affected by MDD. The hippocampus is known for its ability to store memories and regulate the production of cortisol. The hormone cortisol is released during stress and depression. There are some patients um, who are suffering from MDD normally produce too much cortisol and an imbalance occur, will occur. This imbalance slows the production of neurons in the brain and causes neurons to 
ignorance in the uh, hippocampus to shrink. In the same manner, cortisol shrinks the neurons in the uh, prefrontal cortex. This essential part of the brain is responsible for decision-making, um, regulations of emotions, and also memory form formation. Then we have the amygdala. Amygdala, excuse me. The amygdala is, uh, I thought of an amygdala like an animal, but the amygdala is affected somewhat differently. Its primary role is to regulate emotion responses such as pleasure, fear, anger, sorrow, even sexual arousal. The cortisol causes the um, uh, amygdala to become enlarged and more active. So an individual suffering with MDD experiences an increase in these activities. This imbalance can affect sleep and create other complications. In a healthy brain, cortisol's level are typically high in the morning and slowly lower as the day goes on. For someone suffering from MDD, cortisol levels remain elevated um, from day throughout the night. So finding a way to imbalance the cortisol levels within the brain is the key to reducing shrinkage or hyperactivity with the brain. I know that's a lot to take in right now, but the balance would reduce the symptoms of the MDD. There are antidepressants um, that can relieve depressive moods or depressed moods by acting at the cellular level to promote neuro, um, the neuron survival. And it can reverse stress-induced in, neural damage. In other words, the SSRI medication works by interfering with specific reuptakes with neurotransmission. When the neurotransmission serotonin is blocked in by the SSIR within the um, cells, it stays within the synapse longer. The longer it remains, the more likely it has of docking into specific receptors and triggering an action potential. So these are the medications that help for um, the depression. As serotonin is trapped, the increase relieves the individual of their depression. The mood of a person is much improved. The side effects of SSRIs are vomiting, nausea, serotonin syndrome, uh, increased urine, urination, impotence, diarrhea. Um, there's a lot of disorders, loss of appetites. Uh, insomnia, drowsiness, it, it goes on. It can, there can be several infect, effects of the drug. However, the SSRIs, there is lowered risk of these side, side effects. And some people may experience them and some don't. Then you have the serotonin uh, norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors, SNRIs. They work by blocking the reuptake of the serotonin and the neuropenphrium back into the nerve systems. The blockage increases the level of activity in the brain. Common side effects are headaches, um, anxiety, high blood pressure, trouble falling asleep, dizziness, 
and even nausea. There are other drugs like tricyclic uh, tri tri and tetracyclic antidepressants. Used, they have been used to decline. Um, they have been used for depression, but it has been declined dr drastically due to the severity of those side effects. And a lot of those side effects um, are constipation, dizziness, blurred vision, heart heartbeats, seizures, a blood, high blood pressure, and weight gain. So there are some negative side effects for that drug. But there are several drugs. There's another one called monomine oxidus inhibitors. And those are useful, but they generally, generally have been replaced by antidepressants that are safer and cause fewer side effects. And some of these um, side effects for this drug are nausea, diarrhea, constipation, uh, insomnia, lightheaded, even a skin irritant, uh, even a low blood pressure, muscle jerk. So there are a lot of um, muscle cramps and tingling of the skin, and there's a lot of things that are negative with this drug. So it's a matter of whatever the doctor prescribes for you for your need. Before, um, then we have the brain stimulation therapy. Before the administration of therapy, the patient is given a muscle relaxing drug and general um, anesthesia through electrodes positioned on the scalp. Electrical currents moving through the brain intentionally causing brief seizures. Um, th this type of treatment is usually administrated three times a week for up to um, about a dozen. After each treatment, patients are generally, they leave a recovery room and resume their normal activities within a half hour. But there are side effects for that also. Shortness of memory, probably from all those electroshocks and confusion and being a disoriented. So just keep in mind that um, there are some lifestyle remedies that can uh, help you with when it comes to um, depression, non-medicated treatments. Uh, you can be active, set goals, um, go to church, serve God. There are other ways besides going through all, taking all these drugs to uptake in your brain. Um, you can even avoid being isolated. Try to spend time with more friends, family. Um, just keep in mind that not everybody has this disease, um, this major depressive disorder, MDD, but there are some people that really don't know what to do. So this is what this talk was all about today. But there are also psychotherapy uh, is also a great treatment, a talk therapy. You can talk with a therapist, a counselor, a pastor, a psychiatrist, psychologist, or some mental health provider in order to overcome MDD. Through communication, the provider will sit down, discuss your moods, your feelings, your thoughts, your behaviors, um, begin to focus on challenges and ways to excel or to cope with those, those um, thoughts that you may have. But there are it's little, it's just little risk in this in having a therapist. However, uh, because an individual may be revisiting a traumatic incident that may have occurred for years, it can be emotionally overwhelming.
So risks are greatly uh, minimized by working with skilled therapists who can match the type and the intensity of the therapy that you'll need. Coping with skills can help patients learn to manage and conquer negative feelings and fears. And not all patients experience the same thing. But if you're going untreated, you know you're depressed, you have this major clinical depression, it can become a severe problem. A person can snap. They can't. They have a hard time snapping out of it. They may snap out on you instead of snapping out of on, you know, they, they just are not all together. So this major depression, this person needs help. It will be a continued downward spiral if, and it can even become hopeless if they don't get help. Go to a church, get involved with therapy, get help if you find that you have this type of, um, this depression, major depressive disorder, MMD, MDD, excuse me, MDD, major depressive disorder. Um, the depression, some people have it and they don't understand what how to cope with it. Again, they can't eat, they can't sleep. This is major. Depression does not kill people. It's associated with feelings of loss and hurt and may make an individual feel that the world would be a better place without them. Then this is a person that has a severe depression. And a lot of times this happens when a person is going through a divorce or being rejected or uh, possible loss of a family member or friend or just having a traumatic experience. A person with anxiety or depression is nationally... Um, represented representative uh, with samples of 60% higher or mortality and even die at an average of eight years early than a person without these illnesses. So depression can just eat you up. It's, you got to get help. A person with anxiety or depression, uh, whether they're young or old, if without without any counsel or without any help, Death may be um, the might be the end cause. So support mental health treatments. If you have to take the medications, take the medications, but follow the doctors, whatever, or the therapists, um, whatever they tell you to do. You got to follow them and do what they say. Do if you don't want to do it, don't don't get that type of therapy. Get you um, some cognitive therapy, um, possibly with a counselor or with a pastor or a minister. Um, you can get help. So don't ever think it's a lost cause. Help is always out there. Um, a lot of information that I today that you heard came uh, from Julian's Prime of Drug um, Comprehensive Guide to Actions Using Side Effects of Psychiatric Drugs. And um, again, I've also Lopez Torres, 2019, the effectiveness of uh, physical exercise in the treatment of depression in older adults as alternative is where I got the information. Thank you very much for your time. I hope you enjoyed this um, presentation on treatments for clinical depression. And if you find or believe that you have any type of uh, major depressive disorder, please seek counseling. And that is my recommendation. Thank you very much for treatment for depression on Tucker Talks.
supposed to be afraid yet still alive. It's because of the divine mercy of God that we yet move, breathe, and have our beings. Stay free. Stay healthy. Stay in Jesus. He will lead the way. In the middle of death, but you cannot die. Supposed to be afraid, yet you are still alive. You yet have your mind, your spirit, your soul. You yet have your strength. You yet have your faith, your hope, your love. You have Christ in your heart. Stay with God. Don't never leave him, for he will never leave you nor forsake you, for he is your Savior, Jesus Christ.